and welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, Jen. Hi, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving if you choose to celebrate that or not celebrate that, but I am grateful for you. Oh, I'm grateful for you. Um, my mom was asking today, like, what I was doing for Thanksgiving, and I was like, why are you talking about? It's a pandemic, it's worse than ever. And she was like, okay, cuckoo. Uh, and then I was like, who wants to eat Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving food is all like bullshit that was invented in the 50s. Like, it is like the weirdest food that we're like, mmm, a big old turkey to slice well, into. It's I have crazy bad news food. for you. I have a very undeveloped palate. And Thanksgiving is my favorite meal. It's my death row meal. It's my. <laughs> but you go to like fancy buffets and stuff, and well, you're we... not like eating like grandma's candied yams <laughs> that she got from her mama. Like you know? we did start going to hotel buffets, uh, like probably a decade ago now, um, because of the intense anxiety that pervaded our house around uh, my mom primarily cooking, no matter who tried to help um and the emotional fallout it caused so we slowly we had been doing stuff like that for like mother's day and things like that and then we're like oh my god they do it for thanksgiving maybe we should try it and then we never looked back but this year obviously we're not um but do you miss like certain items that your mother made She's uh, not yeah. listening. Okay. No, yeah, I do. My mom is a very good cook, um, unlike me, and like truly makes a great Thanksgiving meal. Like it is like the stuffing is amazing and she puts mm. chestnuts in it. And like yeah. I really do love her Thanksgiving meal. But Okay, fine. Uh, but I also it's also this is what I will say. It's not a meal to like it this is an opinion. Not a meal to to kill people and to be killed over. <laughs> Fuck you. People should die for my turkey. My <laughs> people need to die for my potatoes. <laughs> no, um, that is the the thing of it is that I was like, it's not responsible. And also like, where am I going? I don't know. Well, that's the thing, is it's just like and I know for our listeners, everybody's like we've talked about a bunch. People are living in very different places and oh yes we're in LA where we're like going into lockdown again like like, our curfew has been imposed and they've closed down like now starting Wednesday no restaurants or bars can be open for service unless it's takeout so that's that's where we're living our lives it has made it especially like weird to travel or to to have any groups and of course people are gonna do that anyways but like my (laughs) I'm seeing I'm seeing my parents um on Thanksgiving and I even tried to cancel not because I don't want to see them of course I want to see them but I just got very very nervous with the the numbers the last stretch and they are old and have pre-existing health stuff um and my dad was like no please it would really mean a lot we're gonna eat outside anyways um and I will have gotten tested twice. Um, same with Tim and, you know, like everything under the sun. But then my dad was like, actually, I found this clear plastic sheet. I don't know what it was from, but he's like, I'm going to hang it up uh, across the table because it's this long patio table that we eat at. So my dad is like hanging a divider on the table. I don't know how this is going to be rigged, but he's like, we'll just be really good about our masks and I'm going to build like this divider on the table. And I was like, okay, I don't know if that sounds that fun, but if you want to do it, then we're going to do it. That's funny. It's sweet. And it tells me how much he wants 
uh, to see us. And that means a lot, but it Honestly, is Honestly, like if every place could do that where you put like if it's like a prison uh visitation like phone <laughs> yes, thing. That's kind of what I'm imagining. Like yes, if, this ev- clear if restaurants had that and you're just like talking on a telephone across <laughs> the table from your friend, like yeah, I would I would do that. That's not that's I not... know I was like if it means I see my parents on Thanksgiving and they <clears> see me like uh, we already my you know my mom's already hard of hearing there's already a lot of like what you know and yelling and retelling stories so it's like i don't really care um <laughs> but if it makes you need them some tin cans through <laughs> yes! it. <laughs> it's like it's just a very funny visual but yeah we're gonna pick up um whole foods has like you know meal to go kits and stuff like <sighs> all cooked and so we're gonna do whole foods and sit across a you know, some kind of plastic divider. And my dad That's even so was like, funny. you know, maybe we also just don't really dilly dally, just get the meal in and then you guys take off. And I was like, okay, so again, <laughs> <laughs> I, like that. I don't I, mind. I don't mind. No, I, think I like it, that though. At least it's like, we're going to see each other yes. and do this stuff, but like, we're not going to, we're going to mitigate the risk as much as possible. Yeah. And he was just like, we just need to be really stringent on like, you know, cause when, we, when we've gone over there, we'll, you know, we haven't hugged. I've not hugged or touched my parents in the entire pandemic. Um, but you know, just gotten a little close or you bring something over to the other end of the table. And my dad was just like, we just have to be like a lot more thoughtful about it. And so anyways, it, I'll report back. I have kind of my, I feel like it almost became like, this is a definitely a thing with retired dads I've learned is it's like a thing you think is a pain in the ass. They're like, great. And it's like a project. <laughs> I and love it, though. Like My dad is like taken on Thanksgiving as like, I'm very curious to see like what the backyard situation has become. But if your mom is hard of hearing, that is the best thing because you have yeah. to like talk louder. So it's oh, like yeah. perfect. Um, I have been so infuriated seeing what people are doing in New York for outdoor seating. They're just with the pods. <laughs> they're just making out like shacks. Yeah. So that they've turned outside inside. Well, so this was explained to me because uh, Tim's brother works for the government in New York. And because we, similarly, we were like, what though? Those are outside. And apparently the idea is that like, they're not trying to be outside. It's because of the regulations about the number of people in uh, like a, the given space in the dining room have been like cut in half. So it's basically them cheating for more inside space. That's what I, right? that's what I yeah, but it's like, that's not It safe. still doesn't, no, it doesn't solve it. But I had the same thing where I was like, well, there's no open air. How do these even work? And it's like, well, they, they're basically not taking it that way. It's just extended indoor space. Yeah. which is like it none of it helps <laughs> guys do you ah! love this covid podcast every week it's not our fault it's nine months and also, we're about we had, to be locked inside again in LA. and we so had a, a very very dear friend of ours lost mm-hmm. someone to covid so mm-hmm. it's like on our minds yeah that's very true someone someone we know someone we love um um, and they didn't have to. So that's just, yeah, I felt very spinny about it. Um, after that news, like all weekend. And, and that was a big part of me trying to, it just makes it parents. hit home. Yeah. yeah. And this definitely has felt like the, a lot more people closer to than, than it's been. So yeah. whatever you guys decide, please uh, just, be safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if your gut tells you something, trust your gut, man. 
Yeah, I, you know, I like have been in the groove of just canceling, like even just quick visits or, you know, like just distant stuff. And then this past week, I just, especially because I wanted to quarantine for my parents. And it's so funny because it's like the minute you are like, I don't know, everybody's like, yeah, I know. Let's not. I, this is too much. Like, <laughs> this is the canceling freedom yes. of our lives. So, like, yes. there's the old Mulaney bit about how when someone cancels on you, it's like heroin. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> the rush of the rush of someone canceling on you and oh. i'm telling you uh, run with it it's go run cancel on it. people and just hang out and watch stuff and do oh. what you've been doing i have been i already told you that last week i like ranted about how much i love guarding tests and then i watched it again <laughs> yesterday <laughs> and it's Guys, Shirley McLean, don't sleep on her. She may not survive this pandemic. Let's get out there. Let's watch her. I am watching The Crown after finishing Succession. So oh. newly to The Crown. Um, Are you starting from the beginning or this season? No, started from the beginning. Okay. We'd watched like the first two or three episodes and fallen off. So, But we just restarted because it's so beautiful. It was like, and it was interesting to me that thing where even just in like two or three years, your tastes catch up. And I remember being like, this is boring. And now I'm like, this is stunning mm. and gripping. Um, and I'm very excited to have just like lots to watch. And then I also watched a show that some people have posted about that is on HBO that I would, would recommend that you haven't heard, haven't heard tons about um, called, I think it's called How To with, um, with John Wilson. And it's on HBO and it's um, executive produced by Nathan Fielder of Nathan For You. And it's really, really good. It's just like six episodes. I think the last one aired this weekend and they're half an hour. And he's like a really great little documentary filmmaker in New York. And it's all shot pre-pandemic. And especially like Marcy, you got to watch it because it's like if you are, have like any New York anything, it's like all these little snippets of like the weirdest, weirdest New York. <gasps> but it's like narrated by him. And they all have the sort of like um, arc. He's like giving advice about something or, or how to one is like how to upholster your furniture one is how to make risotto but they end up becoming these weird little like stitched together stories from all this almost like found feeling footage around new york of like just the craziest things you've ever seen it's really hard to describe i highly recommend it um and it really brought me a lot of joy so uh how to with john wilson is my recommendation um um i've been watching and i only have one episode left i'm like almost like saving it I don't know why. Uh, I've been watching The Great on oh, Hulu. Oh yeah, I heard this is great. It's it's the it's from the uh, the the writer director I believe uh, of the favorite. Mm. If you saw that with oh, Emma yeah. Stone and Olivia um, Coleman, right? Uh huh. It is so. It's 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 it's. I think it's even set in the same place. Um, is it Tony McNamara? Yeah, Tony McNamara is the person he was. So he wrote the favorite and he is now, I want to make sure that I'm saying this right. Yes. So he wrote the favorite and now he created the great. Okay. Mm. And it's set in the same, like, like literally it's the same castle they use, but it's like, um, Catherine, it's a story of Catherine the great basically, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but not, you know, some things are fudged and it's just so funny. It's like just so it's, yeah, it's great. It's just so Yay. funny. And yeah. it's like 
fun to watch this like female led. Um, also, they do a really good job of period, of, like an example of how to do a period um, piece and be inclusive. Ooh, I like the sound of that. It's just like, yeah, you can just cast people and not talk about like, you don't like you can just be like, oh, this is <laughs> yeah, this is the Duke, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, um, <clears throat> don't make it weird. It's normal. <laughs> uh, the guy who plays um, Peter, the emperor, he looks so much, so, so much like young Tom Cruise. His name is Nicholas Holt. Oh, yeah. Nicholas Holt was in uh, The Favorite. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. it's a, yeah, it's a lot of like a lot of thematic things are are going to you know overlap but yeah. he looks so much so much like Tom Cruise. Am I wrong? No, I see it. It's funny cuz he was also the little boy in About a Boy um <gasps> a zillion years ago so it's really weird that he's become like a certified movie star and he's like oh a movie star but i God. he's like from x-men and stuff and i think he dated jennifer lawrence um for a couple years he's, and he he's, but yes he's like a major major classic hunk he does look like tom cruise i never thought that and then yeah he was in mad max he's been in a lot of shit i think it's like because he's he's just so funny and he's because he's not playing the guy you're not supposed to like him like he yeah. i mean you know like he's like oh her stupid husband who's running russia and he's adult and he's like blah 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 and you're like he's just so cute he's so good he's such a funny actor that you're like oh I, when when you like the bad guy that person's a really good actor <laughs> yeah Ooh. okay this is good now i have another show it's lined up delicious and my friend is working on season two and so it makes me feel like Ooh. very excited to like be like a little close to it so well um that's very fun i love rex especially now because we are locked inside our homes yet again um which is fine i don't mind um also speaking of holidays holidays um this is fun we have a holiday sale there's a 15 percent discount on all store items through december 1st um for carditionate merch which if you didn't know we have a bunch of really fun merch that uh amazing artists have helped us on um including a recent one which uh, if you want to go back and listen is a whole a truly delightful <laughs> saga where we got absolutely dragged by a comment a commenter <laughs> who then deleted their comment and <laughs> called us losers in a famous uh, post, a famous review called titled Ella's for losers <laughs> that we then turned into a t-shirt oh uh, man we don't have a lot of catchphrases is the problem no uh, we'll so. work on that for 2021 <laughs> we'll work on catchphrases but in the meantime I love that the winning one is Ella's for losers <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah the holiday sale for 15% off goes through December 1st um, and then you'll get it in time for the holidays yeah um, yeah also, and the, it's like shirts and like bags and cups and like I have some of the mugs and travel cups I'm like mug. it's like a lot I, I am I know I'm biased but like our merch is really cute if it's you cute. haven't looked at it go look at it yeah use the promo code cardition it for 15% off yay fine okay yeah. should we get into some Moneros yes let's do it um, so I saw this last night. Um, I don't follow sports. Huge shock. <laughs> I know everyone is absolutely floored. Now, but does your husband, because that's what no. they're supposed to do. No, oh. I'm very grateful, very grateful to live <laughs> 
in a non-sports home. It's it's a huge my especially because my dad is is foreign. I didn't grow up with like football and basketball on. Like I only grew up with like soccer on sometimes. So it's just like very jarring to me. Like sports on in the background. I really don't like it. Um, so I don't follow sports and neither does my husband and really we don't watch and it. You so have a happy life. And yes, yeah, somehow we're surviving. I'm sure we miss out on a lot, but, but I, what it means is I only know sports stars by the famous women that they date, um, Truly. which has worked out fine to be very honest. So speaking Honestly, of, if they're that good, someone we know, yeah, there will you date go. Them. That's if my feeling. If they're very talented, some, they will have a wife that, or a girlfriend that is on our radar completely agree it's if like you don't have a famous woman <laughs> on your arm you're probably not very good at whatever sport you do <laughs> i really stand behind that um yes yeah, so speaking of tristan thompson it was announced uh over the weekend it has reportedly agreed who's been on the cleveland cavaliers um and is i guess pretty good at basketball <laughs> I don't yeah know. he actually like i think we've talked shit about him like being like chloe's worth so much more and it's like oh uh, actually he's he's one of like the uh, he's a big earner up in the nba <laughs> yeah, i forget he's like a pretty solid star in his own right um <laughs> and so, young and has a great career ahead of him and everything so <laughs> needless like to say this, he's this been fucking loser he's been signed to the boston celtics yes so he was i believe a free agent um but yes he will be leaving the cleveland cavaliers he's been there for nine seasons uh and he is going to the boston celtics with a two-year 19 million dollar contract um that's good money that's that great seems like really good money but in um, this economy that's, that's a good job i mean that's a really i think good so job. so uh of course the family rob posted about it a lot of people were congratulating him and then some people were like oh interesting because kim posted the picture of like a mocked up picture of Tristan in a Celtic Celtics Jersey um, saying congrats at real Tristan 13 Boston. Here we come with some clovers and basketball and champagne bottles. So everybody was like, I'm sorry, what's happening? <laughs> Are the Kardashians going to Boston? <laughs> um, I think she just means where, where any Kardashian adjacent person goes, the family now goes. Yes. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously with, with Chloe and him reconciled, uh, I'm curious. I can't really picture Khloe Kardashian like in the city of Boston for the life of me for some reason. You never know that they got a great PF Changs. Uh, <laughs> that I've been to. I'm just saying places I've been to in Boston. <laughs> yeah, where else? Where else would Khloe go? I don't know anything in Boston. The Green Monster. <laughs> I've only been to Boston. I've been to like, there's this little island <laughs> or like aisle uh, outside of Boston called Nahant. And that's where J J Jason Manzoukas is one of their most famous residents. Oh my God. But it's also like, that. it's a small where there's maybe like, there's definitely under a thousand people on the island. And my friend's parents have a house there. And it's the <laughs> kind of place where you don't like, like I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, all the doors are open because I can hear like someone mowing the lawn. But like, like this, like you don't lock your doors kind of place. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But I don't, I don't know about seeing them in Boston. 
I'm, I'm curious. But I couldn't have imagined her in Cleveland either, I guess. And yet we had several very boring episodes there. <laughs> you know, Boston is more of like an actual city. Yeah. Oh, than, my God. Yeah. Like, Cleveland, no, no, no shade to Cleveland. We've had Cleveland no, listeners no, no. drag wait, us before. Wait, what I mean, though, is like Boston is a solid old city and it yeah. has its thing. Whereas Cleveland is now getting more stuff that's cool. Yeah. Like, I believe it's. Cleveland is like one of those like cities that's like bringing itself into this modern era where Boston's like, fuck you. We are where we are. We're the best for a reason. <laughs> and so in that Which way, if I, you have a bunch of winning sports teams and Harvard, I mean, I guess do you, <laughs> I'm never going to be impressed by Harvard, but sorry about, I don't care if you went, I'm sorry. I'm glad that you had family that could pay for it. Um, I'm sorry. I always get mad at that Ivy really league. I really got a reaction out of you. I always very annoyed by Ivy league schools, especially because right now the guy on the bachelor from Harvard is so stupid. And he talks about being from Harvard all the time. <laughs> and he didn't get he couldn't spell limousine right you guys know what i'm talking about <laughs> oh my god okay you i take it back i do not want to set off this bomb i take it back but sorry if you went to harvard and you worked very hard i appreciate your hard effort um but i just don't i see them sticking out like like in cleveland maybe people might be like oh, a kardashian but in boston they're gonna be like fuck fuck you i mean that's why i just like it just uh, la people just don't feel like yeah and they're like the most she's like yeah chloe i just can't really visualize it but i'm excited maybe we won't have a show to see it so i guess we'll just see it on instagram that's true we won't get to watch it at all so it's honestly not our problem (laughs) i already feel bad for anyone who listens that went to harvard i I'm impressed that if someone went to Harvard or listens to us, but <laughs> I'm mostly talking about men that went to Harvard. Sorry. <laughs> I know some women who worked hard and went to Harvard. Um, yes, yes, but, yes. But on the whole, it is a grading piece of information to learn about people. <laughs> oh, because um, you honestly, you never learn it once. <laughs> no one's ever told me they went to Harvard one time. <laughs> uh, In fact, a woman I work with, uh, I, I like just because she added me or maybe I think looked her up on LinkedIn um, and I saw she went to Harvard and it was shocking because I work with her all the time and it has never That's come up. That's rare. That's and very rare. Never, it was shocking. I was Be- like, what? Truly because like everyone that I know that's like, I know a lot of people that have gone to Harvard and they like, it comes up in conversation a lot. We have been very close friends for how many years? What college did I go to? You went to LSU. For one no. semester. That's not oh, where. <laughs> okay, but that was also very and easy then, because it's the only. <laughs> no. But my then, point was yes, I don't you don't we talk should, about it. We yeah. should yeah. And I I don't know where you went. So Did you Santa transfer Barbara. to NYU? You went to Santa Barbara. Yes, but, you, you yeah. that's great. And I'm very Did impressed. I transfer to NYU? Do I look like I'm wearing a crown and gold, <laughs> like draped in gold Why jewelry? No. No, I'm a poor person. I went to a state school. Okay, so where did you transfer to from? Southeastern Louisiana University. Oh, Commuter okay. school. What? What? <laughs> See, this this was a good point. This you you served a good point. Yeah, but um, like that's grown-ups don't talk about that, and that's no. why I have a problem with. Sorry, this is my issue. It's elite. It's an elitism issue. It's, it's I've also been triggered to the comedy world and comedy writing yes. world. I think that there is a specifically in writers' rooms. There's like a long-standing thing. Uh, You'll always see people who went to Ivy League schools um, somehow got the job that you want 10 years before you did, but not necessarily more qualified. 
<laughs> it's just good networking and it's it's a bad system um i also saw like a graph recently that was like every famous person you know got there because of their friends and mm. it is how everyone in the industry is so connected and it kind of like relates to the kardashian world too and we're gonna Ooh, actually talk to about it um with the meg the stallion video yes okay well so we'll get to that um Oh, so, I mean, we can hop to that now. I mean, yeah, why not? That was my segue. I knew that's why I was like, why did I, what was so pressing that I was like, yeah, and um, we'll get um, there. Marcy, hold on. <laughs> I put it number three in the bulleted list of As news. If there's like any like editorial <laughs> ordering. Um, so I today, I've been, you sent this woman to me, the not skinny, but not fat. Yes. Is that Instagram her? Instagram account. Is it not uh, skinny, not I forget, but it, yeah, something like that. Ugh, I can't remember. Uh, she does great gossip uh, coverage and stuff, but she was like, oh, I haven't watched the body video. And I was like, oh, I haven't either. I need to watch that. So I watched it and I was, I had like, uh, like cartoonish double takes in it. <laughs> it's when like, I, yeah. Well, just about the, the, the faces I saw, it was because there is a lot of bodies and like, yeah, that looks great. Move him. Yeah. Woohoo. I love it. Yeah. You know, gee, 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 that kind of feeling. <laughs> but the faces were so fast that I was like, Taraji P. I had the same thing. I was like, Taraji? And then the Jordan Woods, I was like, I think I know that face, but I couldn't place her. until I didn't spot it until I read the story. I didn't I didn't catch her at all. Because I was like blown away that Black China was in the video. Because I was yeah. like, oh, are they? What is th-? like immediately was like, this has something to do with the Kardashians and how they hate each other. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, to see Jordan and Black China in the same video. Well, that's why everybody was like, wait a minute. Jordan, and Jordan was truly like, if you blink, you'll miss it. Um, even if you watch twice. Um but and we've known that Meg and Jordan are friends. Like they've yes. shot stuff together. Like they're definitely friends. It's not a new thing, but there is, I don't, I don't know that I've seen her with black China, even though I'm sure that that's also a, a whole thing, but I, the, the, it definitely was seeing them together became like a thing. Yes. Also like Jordan is so stunning, but she like clearly like if she could dance at all, even like move from the left to the right, they would have shown <laughs> yeah. her doing that. Yeah. Like Taraji was like all over the place dancing, but yeah. Miss Woods was just like, here's my face. Bye. Um, <laughs> Cause I, she feels stiff to me. I can tell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it might not be I, her medium. I was like, I don't understand what this is. What is this about? So people have been speculating that this could be shade to Kylie. And then I went down like an actual rabbit hole today to be like, okay, why is there shade to Kylie? We already know that the night that Meg the Stallion was sh- allegedly shot by Tory Lanez, it was coming from Kylie's house. They were hanging out. We saw Instagram videos of it. Um, there was allegations that Megan has a had a crush on Tori, but Tori was flirting with Kylie and that's what started the fight. Oh, yeah, that's the allegations. But like I was like, that's weird. And then now Kylie and Megan aren't friends. I was like, I don't understand that part. And then I see this other little thing that you oh, no, you sent it to me that Megan has been what there's an Instagram story of a of private chef who did a party at Travis Scott's house and Megan is in the video uh-huh. and Megan also 
posted something on her Instagram about like being there that night at Travis's yeah. house. Yeah. And then immediately deleted it. Or the maybe it was the chef who had it, whatever. But like they, they like clearly she was at Travis Scott's house and like yeah. why was she there? Is this why Kylie and her aren't friends? More people are speculating, like I was I went down another rabbit hole about it that it's more likely they're working on an album together because they're both from Houston mm. and they're both like about as hot as you could get I as mean, far as like artists this year yeah so and that Travis and Travis and Kylie have this very nebulous thing going yeah, he, on he like commented on her bikini pictures this week with like the <laughs> wa- like the excuse my french but the like water slash cum emoji uh <laughs> which is like yeah the, that feels weird for your ex but uh you know so it does all feel like nebulous and kind of like yeah the likelihood is that it's work or just friendship and that like there's a bunch of reading in but to your point everyone is clearly all friends and they all know each other because they're yeah. all in their early and mid-20s and they're super fucking famous and they're super rich and of course now, I there's a thing that I saw. I should how will I share this now that we're on? So you should see the visual of it, but um, it's this guy talking about um, all the connections in the Kardashian universe. I saw this. I saw this. Someone sent oh, it to me. So I'm gonna play it for you guys, and then I'll okay. just post it so that everyone can see. Um, okay, <clears throat> let me rewind it. How do I do anything? Okay. A lot of y'all are confused about the Kardashian entanglements, but let me just Hear explain. It. Kim Kardashian, Amber Rose, and Black China were all friends at the same time. While they were friends, Amber was with Kanye West, Rob was with Adrian, and Black China was with Tyga. Kim was busy getting married to Chris Humphrey, while Chloe was going for Lamar. Tyga had a baby with Black China, left Black China, and then got with Kylie. That means Tyga left her to get with China's friend's sister. While this was going on, Kylie was friends with Jordan. Amber and Kanye West broke up, and Kim divorced Chris Humphrey. And Adrian broke up with Rob because he cheated on her. This now means Rob is single. Kim then goes for Kanye, which is her best friend Amber Rose's ex. Shady. While this is happening, Tyga's still dating underage Kylie. But Tyga started dating Kylie after he was married to Jordan Craig, yes, married. Chloe then divorced Lamar. And Tristan had a baby with Jordan Craig after Tyga divorced her. Tristan cheated on his baby mom with Chloe and Larza at the same time. Chloe then took Tristan from Larza, and Larza is Kim's best friend. Kylie broke up with Tyga and got with Travis. Then Tristan cheated on Chloe with Jordan Woods, Kylie's best friend. Child, the ghetto. <laughs> the end. I'm gonna post it. Uh, the it's a TikTok of Zachariah. I don't know how Demi Demilo, Zachariah D E M Y L O. So um, when uh, when I watch that. <laughs> Okay, I was proud because I was like, oh, we know this. Yes. But what I did not know, uh, did you, I didn't know that Tyga was married to Jordan. I never knew that. I, I think we maybe touched on it very briefly at one point. Uh, I completely uh, forgot or have but, like no recollection that Tristan's ex, that's also that crazy thing where Jordan is Kevin Hart's wife's like i think cousin? jordan craig yeah see this is i i i, I wanted to throw that out there just for the whole like meg the stallion of it all yeah is that like this group could not be more like incestuous in the yes. way that like they just don't dip out of their circle no 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 they i'm sure there is just like yeah it's like the the people who get it get it and the people who like i'm sure it's it's hard to break into a circle like this 
and it's hard to break out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't happen to believe that there's any bad blood uh, or like at least the Meg Travis of it all. I don't believe maybe there is weirdness about with her and Kylie over yes. some of the Tory Lane stuff and whatever happened that night. But I doesn't and also, feel like Kylie seems like not cool. Like I think yeah. just in general, Kylie's not cool. She's not super. I don't know, like sensitive about people's feelings. And if someone left my house and got shot by anyone, oh my God, I would move heaven and earth to like make sure they were okay or yeah i think it's like by you know the classic kardashian move of like staying silent on things i'm sure didn't sit well and she was so meg was so vocal about having been victimized and like as it dovetailed into the black lives matter conversation and caring about black women culturally and i think she wrote a new york times op-ed and like really used it as like and talked about not being well and we talked about all that on the podcast but um yeah, I'm sure just like a, a quiet Jenner in the mix was like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> One of the vlogs that I watched today about it, it was like they were reviewing, like talking about an article that just came out with, I think it's in Rolling Stone. And they were like, I think it's Rolling Stone if I'm wrong, whatever. <laughs> they were just like, we hate that she was using the the like Tory Lanez drama for clout. I was like, what? if I were shot by someone, <laughs> I would talk about it every fucking day. I, if there's you such get a huge shot, trauma. It's such a trauma. If you get shot, there's no way you could be using it for clout. You got shot. It happened. Like clout chasing does not work like that. That in would my be understanding. like, oh, uh, she brags so much about her husband dying in 9-11. <laughs> like it's so it's so horrendous to say like, all right, we heard the story. Can you move on? It's like, no, it's a big deal because no one has actually cared. Like still to this day, you being like, okay we heard it let's move on it's like well, wait this is actually the biggest deal when someone does and harm because, to your body because it was a joke and everybody yeah. was laughing about it and the video sharing the video <sighs> of her like getting out of the car with her like bloody feet and it was not until she was like vo- vocalized uh like and was like and said how hard it was for her that i think everyone paused and had a moment of like of humanity, you know. I don't know that everyone did though. I think I'm sure everyone didn't. But you I know think what there's I mean. a lot of people who are really callous, and this is the year of me realizing stuff. Like <laughs> <laughs> our little Kylie. Kylie, this is the year. Okay, so on to the news that was more important than this. It it's wasn't the ten year anniversary of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, which is my favorite beloved album. album very beloved album yes and kim shared some of the lyrics to lost in the world which originated as a poem 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 a poem poem to her on her 30th birthday which to me i was like excuse me yeah you did the math quick on this i was really impressed she was it did okay she turns 30. We're actually watching. We didn't even say, guys, we are watching vintage episodes. We're watching season five. Season yes. five is when she turns 30. And then the next season, which would be like, I guess, six months later, she's married to Chris Humphreys, right? Yeah. So I don't know that she is definitely dating Chris Humphreys yet, but Kanye is definitely writing poetry to her. Right. Which is at like this time before pre Humphreys. Right. And it's pretty 
I mean, should we read it? Yes. Can you read the poem I'll, to I me? I can read it. Late is better than never. You're my devil. You're my angel. You're my heaven. You're my hell. You're my now. You're my forever. You're my freedom. You're my jail. You're my lies. You're my truth. You're my war. You're my truth. You're my questions. You're my proof. You're my stress. And you're my cutoff. I think that might be truce. You're my war. You're my truce. Love, love forever. Yeezy. Then a scribble. And then there's a other side of the card, which we're going <laughs> to spend a second on. <laughs> okay. I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it says me and Kimmy. This is so delightful, guys. You got to go look at this. And he's drawn two stick figures. One has gla- sunglasses. There's an arrow that says oh, sunglasses. So there's funny. a bow tie. There's a little arrow that says bow tie. Then there's a female <laughs> stick figure with you can you know because there's two circle boobs. She has <laughs> and he's often said that she has very underrated breasts. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Uh, she has squiggly hair. There's then there's like little stick figure hands, the three prong hands, and he puts an arrow and he puts little hands. <laughs> <laughs> I find really endearing that there's your he drew a little purse and he put Birkin bag. Then he drew huge high heels on this stick woman and said Louboutins. Uh, then there's a boat below them, like a little sailboat drawing. And he, he wrote yacht spelled very funny. Um, <laughs> Y-A-U-G-H-T. I, I like get, this spelling. I think it, it's very funny. It makes more sense than how yacht is actually spelled. Like I could, if you ask me, you're like, I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can spell yacht right now. You got five seconds. I'd be like, Oh no, I can't do it. Cause I never remember where the C goes, <laughs> but he, well, he spelled it like, like, y- like, like you ought you know, not, yacht. yeah, like not yacht, yacht. Uh, not brought. <laughs> yeah, it's not wrong. It's why English is a stupid language. And then last but not least, there's a plane flying above with like some, I don't know if it's like fire coming out the back, but I think it, that's he, some, I think that's Kim Trills. He's probably uh, one of those Kim Trill people, <laughs> those conspiracy theorists. But it, did you get to the bow tie sunglasses? Did you yes, already say that yeah, part? Sorry, yeah, I must have I missed it. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, we got bow tie, we got sunglasses for him. And then for her, we've got her little hands, her Birkin bag, her Louboutins, her big circle boobs. Uh, and then, yeah, then the plane is a G6. And it's charming as hell, guys. Yes. I mean, I, look, whenever you're like, how did how did Kim and Kanye end up together? It's like, I can't, to open a book card like this, I mean. This is truly like, so it looks charming. Like, like a child, though. Yes, it really- of course, which is why it like, explains so much this lyric though you're my stress and you're my masseuse is could have like he had masseuse he (laughs) had to fit that on the page and i i think he should have left it out it's definitely the weakest of the bunch and also Uh, i think putting truth then truce a line later yeah like that that's confusing too it's we all a, saw how that went down yeah that it's a little it's a little much uh but yeah <laughs> so she posted happy 10 year anniversary to kanye's my beautiful dark twisted fantasy album for those who don't know the story behind lost in the world kanye couldn't come up with some of the lyrics but then realized he had them in a poem he had written me uh that was in my birthday card he gave me for my 30th he took the poem and ro- he wrote me and made it in the song i keep everything swipe to see the card i think that's very sweet it is very sweet. And then there's like a sweet picture of the two of them and the publicity train continues for the reconciliation. So I mean the, the reconciliation of a breakup that never, never happened, happens. Though. 
But, you know, we thought there was crying photos. It was further, further gone than we'd ever seen. Yes. But I mean, look, I haven't had a relationship where a fight happened and then we got we stay together. But I have heard that's what happens in relationships. That sometimes people argue and have hard times and then they stick it out. I've heard that. I haven't experienced (laughs) it. And it sounds bad and dumb. But (laughs) I I I don't know. I've seen some movies where it happened. (laughs) Um, speaking of longtime couples, um, so there's been a huge ripple, a oh huge God. piece of information that I'm gonna get I, look, a, I'm going to get, I need that Chloe, I need that Chloe medication cause I'm getting a migraine about this. Yeah. New, new Patron. I, I don't know what that is, but that ad is airing a lot. Good for her. Um, look, I would love to not cover this story cause I find it frankly upsetting. I, I really don't like this story. I don't like this piece of information. Mm-mm. We know that Scott, you know, had dated a 19-year-old. He dated Sophia Ritchie. And we all had to reconcile that this week with him dipping right back into the, the pool of children, women, children to be women. Uh, and he has, it is confirmed that he is dating uh, Lisa Renner, Lisa Renner and, and Harry Hamlin's daughter, Amelia, Amelia, Amelia Gray, Gray, which for any Real Housewives watcher is especially uncomfortable because we've watched her since she was a child and she is a child. <laughs> I just the thing about Sophia is at least she was getting older. <laughs> Every day she was getting older. <laughs> And then he had to go, I just think it's something's I, I, one, I do think this is a publicity. I think Chris Jenner and Lisa Rinna are two mothers who would sell their children (laughs) for gold. (laughs) They would, you know, there's no doubt about it. If King Solomon wanted to cut their baby in half, (laughs) they'd be like, how much? You know, they wouldn't say that. No, no, no. You keep it. They'd be like, we can make it work. Let's figure it out. (laughs) So just for reference, Scott is 37. Uh, Sophia is a is an aged haggard 22 at this point. Um, And yeah, (laughs) dusty, dusty old 22. (laughs) And Amelia's 19. Um, So people have been, of course, like breathlessly covering their outings and, you know, it's it's upsetting. But um, in the midst of all of it, uh, Courtney posted an Instagram that, of course, I I think this is a connect the dots that I disagree with. But in the midst of it, like after the photos of his arm around her went up, she Courtney posted on Instagram a bunch of photos doing clearly like a fitting um, in one pick up boob is pretty much out um she's looking hot as hell she's doing a fitting she's laughing she's having fun but the caption it's sort of a dark morticia adams vibe and the caption says not okay um and so some people some people on the internet were like is that a response to scott dating amelia I don't give, I don't think Courtney gives a fuck that like Scott's dating a person who's nine years older than their oldest child, but that's just me. Here's what I'll say though. Okay. Scott did not like it. Oh, on Instagram. He did not. And he often does like her posts. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's unliked a lot of stuff. Let me 
I'm trying to find one that he has liked because he often he did. Yeah, he always used to and like and commented on that recent when we covered the the quote unquote story where Which... she was like, I don't cook, I don't clean. And then he was and he like razzed her. Yeah, I can't. I don't know that when was that like was like three weeks ago. Um, But yeah, so something's up, right? Something up. Thumb up. But yeah, that's a tragic story we're forced to cover. Um, the last bit of news is not really news. Um, it just, it's just sick is the thing, Jess. It's just <laughs> sick. <sighs> we normalize it. And especially, you know, we laugh about it with Leo. And I, it's tale as old as time. I, there's not a p- part of my brain that's confused about why this historically is the way this works. <sighs> we love it in reverse. You know, Chris Jenner's dating her young boy toy, Corey. No, but, but, there once... is, but we're talking about a certain <laughs> age group that like is not even close to drinking age in Look, all reality. Once you can legally rent a car, I think you can probably make most decisions. It's yes. fine. If insurance companies have decided you're mature, I trust them the most with it. So, but like so let's say like if a 25 year old were dating a 60 year old i'd be like that doesn't sound fun but i'm not gonna be upset (laughs) about it it's when the kids are like under 25 that i always feel so weird about it i mean i get a lot of flack because i talk about a lot on 90 day bay and i don't like these may december romances when it's someone very young yeah i think it's really tough the older you get to justify that a person who is 19 who was in high school a year before uh is is has you know should be with a 37 year old like it just doesn't sit well and that like the life experience and that and i think largely the reason it feels like agitating especially to women is because there's a long history of men not wanting partners that are you know that's why we had talked about it like that's why everybody like kind of embarrassingly like freaked out over keanu reeves's beautiful a girlfriend who is his age with gray hair and people lost their fucking minds because especially celebrities male celebrities we give this pass to that like they can continue to date children for as long as they want because and it's like it's it's okay to not like it is the point yeah (laughs) it's upsetting because it tells you that you know they're not looking to be with I think women and partners and people that they share a life with. Uh, also, they're just stealing her youth. I mean, at least yes. now there's a pandemic. So what could she be doing? I think it's fine. I, I will give a pass. It's a pandemic pass. That's and That's and like, you're at least not wasting her time, you know, right? <laughs> Ugh, but just, just please like, don't get her pregnant. I mean, I just can't have a 19 year old stepmom situation. I just, it was already too much with Sophia. I just I'm like, I just He's can't. Like, He's going to date one of Mason's classmates. <laughs> I have a very close friend whose stepmother is two years older than her. Oh and let me God. tell you, it's never been a good scene. <laughs> well, we just recently figured out that Kim is older than Corey. Yes. Which I had not put together. Yeah. But again, is honestly less problematic to me we're talking about 40 year olds like the, the, I think yeah there's a big i'm difference. not like confused about like a 30 year old person's brain like i'm like yeah they're probably not as mature as they're gonna get but they understand like how life works essentially right, right. but i think the idea of somebody especially like we know development continues through like 25 um 
like literally brain development. It's why like I remember there was like a big study in the New York Times about like why binge drinking in uh, college especially is like so dangerous. Uh Is that like, I know. Yeah, same. Don't worry. (laughs) Bye a lot. Uh Bye bye. That's me saying bye to all my brain cells. But I that's why it like shocked me because it was this study about how the human brain is actually has a ton of development left most till about 25. And so it's why copious amounts of drinking and drugs can actually really alter your personality and your brain and all of that. Um, don't worry, it horrified me. But point <laughs> is that young people are still young. Um, not to baby everybody listening who's young. Oh. We're also just jealous Ooh. of your beautiful... <laughs> And there was a noise that scared me. Something happened. <laughs> my heart know. jumped right out of my chest. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> Something bumped over there and I was like, Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> Talking about youth. I, it's too scary. <laughs> uh, my heart. My heart. Um, is that all the news there is? Yeah. Jeez. There was one thing that the facade house, which like if anyone <gasps> doesn't know. Actually, this blew my fucking mind, Jess. Yeah. I, I, I did not know this. So the house, especially in season five still that we're watching the the classic Car Jenner house from like the quintessential heyday of keeping up with the Kardashians, the house that they always show that's kind of like slightly Mediterranean with like stone and a big, big lawn that kind of zooms up in the opening credits. That house uh, was actually never owned by the Kardashians. It was a complete facade. It's not even in Calabasas. It's not in Calabasas. It's in Studio City, which is like significantly far for anyone not also, from LA. Very different vibe. Very different vibes. So that house is for sale. That's why we're talking about it. It's for sale this week. It's up for $7.998 million. As if a Kardashian would live in a house that cheap. I mean, preposterous. It only yeah. has nine bathrooms. A joke. Uh, it says it was utilized for exterior shots of the car- of the Jenner residence in the early years of the long-running show, though in truth, the family never lived there or even filmed any scenes on the premises. Sick. The Italian Renaissance property was nothing more than an establishing shot stand-in used to thwart avid viewers from discerning where Chris, Caitlin, Kylie, and Kendall truly resided so it's did, known as the iridel estate um and you can buy it for yeah a cool did you eight see million who's listing it the agency mm-hmm. mauricio's agency right mm-hmm. mm, yeah he's he is raking it in good for mauricio um i always is, thought he was a boy toy but he's really he's, he's really great. keeping kyle in in her weird clothes <laughs> keeping those kids ears pierced in a pandemic oh wow rude so rude so rude um but yeah if anyone wants it it's got a it's got a chef's kitchen a wine cellar a wine tasting room and ceilings affixed with elaborate plaster work and ornamentation Ooh, you know what for next time we can say we can mention it there's that i love that tiktok woman who does all the real housewives houses that you shared with on on our thread we'll save it for next time um but it reminded me of it for anybody who's seen that because it looks like one of their houses oh wow wow this is a real real housewives house i will say it's got a lot of ornate woodwork (laughs) it's a lot on the eyes (laughs) um but that is it for news um should we hop into a recap let's recap this shit okay for anyone who's new to the podcast who doesn't know this about us 
we hop back in time once keeping up with the Kardashians, the current season ends. Uh, and since they really pulled the wool over our eyes and ended season 19 preposterously early, mm-hmm. we, I think, joyfully get, get to hop back to the last season where we've chronologically been uh, moving up through time since the beginning. And we are at season five of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And we pick back up at episode four. Yes. Uh, we gave you no heads up about this, so <laughs> apologies. Uh, also, we're like venturing into that slow time of year when they're not going to give us news. So yeah. it's going to be weird, guys. We'll see what's happening. Like this is like they're fading away and they're fading yeah. away fast. But oh, you know what we didn't talk about? What? Oh, my God. Was this what? Atlantic article? Um. <gasps> oh, yes. Which is okay this really quickly i know there's a lot we we gotta get to this but just in terms of relevancy is why i thought about it um and there was an article this week that a a lot of you uh shared with us which was called how the pandemic clarified who the kardashians really are as keeping up with the kardashians nears its 20th and final season its family of influencers has lost the ability to balance relatability and spectacle um, and it's a it's a really well written article. To be honest, I think to any listeners of this podcast, I don't think there's anything new in it. It's largely just about how like tone deaf they have become. That they like tried to show us that they were being really demure about things like Kim's birthday on the show, and then then she in real time went to a private island and you know got the wrath of the whole world. Uh, um, yes. But it, it it's it, I recommend it, though. It's well written and it definitely like sums up in a nice way, like where they're at and just how they've sort of lost their grip in that way um, and are sort of, yeah, just really out of touch. And our appetite as an audience for their out of touchness has waned, I think, is the larger point. Uh, a comedian, Travis Helwig, tweeted something today that was very, it resonated with me. It was like, uh, it's very bad to throw a party right now, but it's truly psychotic to post about it. <laughs> and and that's, that's our big beef. And that was like yeah. between Kendall's Halloween party and like, there's just, you know, you guys all know this long list and, and that it's really just turned. But on our chain about it, Marcy pointed out, I just have to say this because I think it's a big f- proud footnote for us both. Yes. Marcy was like, I don't know, though. I'm dubious because the writer, he called Chicago uh, him. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a part where the writer is talking about how in the last episode when Kim went chasing after Chicago when she got out by the pool and refers to Chicago as a boy. And I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. And when I got to it in the article, I was like, that's embarrassing. The Atlantic is like a really big deal publication with like fact checkers, copy editors. And like, it's hard to explain how, like how much that like glares as like a Kardashian person. Like what a huge, it's like to call any of the kids the wrong. I can see how the Atlantic probably let it, didn't check the facts on this one so deeply. I mean, that's, but that's the thing though, that I think that that's like, they, it, it shouldn't be that they don't get the same, they get the short shrift because it's Kardashians, right? Yeah. That's like the heart of the whole thing. Exactly. So, so I clicked on the guy's name. The writer, Spencer Kornhaber. Um, Calling looks, out Spence. <laughs> Spence, you're getting called out. And um, and he looks like a nice, 
a white guy with glasses and I tweeted at him after Marcy flagged. So I don't get credit, but I fl- I tweeted at him. You get credit for being the whistleblower, though. I tweeted at him. This is a really great article. Like uh, I went to his tweet about the article and I wrote, <laughs> this is a really, I responded, this is a really great article. Knowing that it has Kardashian and all that in my headline, I was like, hopefully he would click and look. But I was like, this is a great article, but. Uh, FYI, Chicago is a she. Also, I know it's 2020, and you know, but it just is. It's a, it, but that if you're is... gonna go out of your way to say he when yes. you're and be wrong, like you might as well correct it. And I never got a response, but I I saw that it was updated, and quickly... it had it had the correction at the bottom. Oh my god, this is my first correction, and it was the high of my life. I'm just gonna assume it was me. I'm, I'm sure maybe I didn't see anybody else tweet at him. This man had five comments on his <laughs> no way. I was so excited all day, uh, because I love the Atlantic and I read it so much. So the article changed, they mm-hmm. changed it to her, and then it has an asterisk and it says this article originally referred to Kim Kardashian's daughter, Chicago, as him. And that's the end of the story. <laughs> It was hey guys, such a thrill. This is just a reminder that when you see something, say something. Say something. And work as a little team and literally <laughs> nobody will know and you'll be high on it for days. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. It was, it was worth it. It was worth it. Was it was worth it. It was worth it. But yes, uh, it's a great article. Check it out. Um, I think they're I think they're pretty spot on. Um, uh, but back in time to January 3rd, 2010, which is weird, when this aired. Weird. Yeah. So that's when weird. this aired. Uh, January 2010. I definitely was not a watcher of the Kardashians at this point in my life. No, I had not. I think this was still when I would just pretty much watch it at my nail place. So it was just like whenever it was on, I would yeah. watch it. But I definitely didn't track the stories at all. So we're season five, episode four, My Bodyguard. My Bodyguard. Okay. Um, we have they a are trying to s- the They're trying to sell us on that Kim... <laughs> Someone on the production team rewatched The Bodyguard. Oh my God. It's all I could think about. It's all it was. And then <laughs> then Lamar doesn't know how to swim. Great. That's <laughs> pretty much it. <laughs> so we start off at Kim's house with Kim and Chloe, and Kim is like ma- making some potato mask for her face. <laughs> it's like a homemade mask, which is traditionally things like blueberries egg whites uh if you're using sort of like kitchen items for these kinds of like antioxidant masks i have never seen just like chunks of potato well that <laughs> potato should be acne treating like it would pull out never acne seen it. that's the thing like people used to put potatoes on like warts and stuff oh didn't know yes it's like one of those things where you hear about a woman putting um this is going to be gross garlic in muslin or cheesecloth and then sticking it in her vagina for a yeast infection ever heard uh, of it yes i have yes mm-hmm. so yeah. um but yes pineapple potato and avocado my favorite salad um <laughs> it's very funny though because she's like trying to make it and she asked chloe to lift her up on the counter like it's a morgue but chloe's like it's very funny to be like, lift me up, giant sister. And they Chloe- love it. They have such a like fetish for making Chloe pick them up, uh, like uh, Courtney and her. I feel like I would have, I would pay to be at the meeting when Chloe demanded that they stop making her lift things. Oh 
always. It's always. She doesn't lift stuff now, guys. No, you're not seeing. There's no piggybacks. There's no. She's no longer the giant that they just like put to work every episode. No, she had a like partial lobotomy and does not do that anymore. But she says that you're a lot heavier than you were this time last year. I was like, what? I mean, uh, they, they bitch. there's a couple good ones this episode. I mean, we talked about it so much when we recapped this time before. God, the simmering, Chloe. burning jealousy and anger between these sisters and Kim. Because for Chloe anyone who doesn't is. remember, Kim is like, I mean, the skyrocket uh, to the moon that Kim is on at this point in time, which is like relates to the episode and where the rest of the family is at is really pronounced. They're all yes. famous, but Kim is on her way to becoming Kim. This is the defining era, you know? Um, and you just feel it like, yes, these little, like little oh. digs. Uh, Kim didn't seem that <laughs> she, no, was she like, didn't care. She was like, um, okay. And then I also was like, blackberries. They had blackberries. <laughs> oh, God. I remember BBMs. Oh, my God. I remember BBMs. I, ne- I never had one, but I remember You thinking- could message everyone in your phone at once. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that how they work? My friend sent a picture of his penis to everyone in the phone at once. <laughs> On accident? I don't think so. I don't think so. He's one of the writers on Seth Meyers now. It was, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like pervy. It was like stupid, like kind of thing. Maybe it was an accident. I don't know. I took a screenshot and sent it to my mother immediately. Oh my God, Marcy. You know, I like to like let everyone have fun. Um, uh, and then we get like she clumps it up uh, and wants to make Chloe wants to make Kim have a unicorn. And that's really all that happens. It's just yeah. them goofing around at Kim's house. Just putting on a mask. Uh, OK, so then the next scene is with Kim and Chris and they're talking about this is so funny the way that Chris phrases this. She's like, Kim, we need to talk about securing some security for you. <laughs> securing I... some great security for you. Chris Jenner in this scene, maybe it was because Kim was like on a a haphazardly thrown yoga mat sitting out on the grass that was the staging for this they what are you Kim doing like, but chris was like shouting chris came in so hot like this was like they'd asked her to do it too many times and i was losing it over her delivery because it was just like we're getting you security and kim's like oh okay but mom and being so calm and chris is just yelling at her yeah, it's almost like they did. They put together two different takes. Yes, like it just didn't sync. But we, yeah, we see that basically Kim is uber famous. There's this montage of fans being kind of crazy with her. Guys taking off his shirt at a crowd, and people are clamoring to touch her. Um, and ahead of you know, Quick Trim has a, a, asked Kim. Remember the Quick Trim days? Never forget the, the Kardashians is almost the house built on Quick Trim. I wonder how much money did Quick Trim pay? Because if an advertiser were smart, and I don't think they care, but like that's an evergreen ad. When you have it written into the show's storyline that she is going to the Quick Trim, uh, whatever, at the Indy 500, that is like an ad that never stops being played. And that's how they've done that a couple times. Remember in Vegas, it was like 
Chris in the crazy Vegas Scott episode, mm-hmm. the, the the business people that are at the dinner that they're meet, Chris is meeting with are quick trim people. And it's like, they don't really do anything. They don't really react, but it's like, they're just baked into that like iconic crazy episode. Yeah. I hope they have to pay every time it airs. It's amazing. So like, you know, like a residual, like they have to pay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. So yeah, but this was when Kim was the face of quick trim. So she's been asked to go to the Indy 500 and Chris wants to get her uh, personal security to have. And we learned that Chris would like to bring uh, this man whose name I'm just obsessed with. There's no simple way, uh, no easier way to say it. His name is Shango, S-H-E-N-G-O. I made the mistake of Googling him. Oh, uh, don't because there's no bad news, but it just tells like more about the plot. And I don't know this era and there's mm-hmm. more to let like it like unearth some plot to come. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Yes. So don't Google him if you haven't. But um, that that had been a, a bodyguard of Kim's when she had gone to Australia and she didn't like his vibe. She didn't <laughs> want that around her. He was quiet and standoffish, but he was also the bodyguard. He's been a bodyguard for Elton John and Nicole Kidman. Um, I only cared about Elton John though. And it, oh. they called him the SWAT team because he would always SWAT people's hands when they would come <laughs> around. <laughs> I love it. Can't get enough of it. So she's like, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, it's like really one of those, like the lady doth protest too much sort yes. of things. Oh, I hate him. That's Ugh. very much this storyline. He's, he's so the quiet. Don't bring him. Could you imagine not wanting a quiet person around that's oh all God. i want especially security when it's just like they have to follow you everywhere and like when you go to the bathroom and like the person that's just just shadow if you told me that i could get a hair stylist who would never talk mm-hmm. i'd be like i don't care how much i want it facialist anything Ugh. Ugh, I ha- once I had a masseuse talk to me the whole time. Oh, I've had masseuses talk to me the whole time, and I it activates like now I think I'm finally better at it. But I've yeah, like in any service, I've always I've had to work very hard at uh, like ending the conversation uh, if it feels like a chatty because it's so hard. It's so hard. They should just know that that's not. I just don't need it. That's the thing. I think there's the feeling that it might be like part of the job, you know, but to me, I don't think when you're naked, people should chat. <laughs> I'm good. It's not at, a time I'm, for chatting. It's either it's serious business. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> uh, so we're at the beach bunny photo shoot. We have all the sisters there. I could not get over how tall Kendall is. Yes. Yes. This is like when she sprouted just she's in just gang she's like that 12 foot tall skeleton they sold at home depot this holiday season insane i also laughed really hard kim's like excited about the photo shoot and she's like yeah the theme is the 60s films (laughs) which is like not a genre oh my gosh (laughs) the 60s films made me i loved it so much and it was so perfectly of this era not 60s films or beach bunny films or it was just the 60s films the 60s films uh so chris trots out shango courtney's like wow he's a hottie chris probably wants him to be with kim and chloe immediately goes so hard goes so hard oh so, that's what i mean it's rough the first she says why are you only giving kim a bodyguard because she's the prettiest one oh great oh. loved it 
I wouldn't leave Kim and Shango al- alone for very long. Kim's single now. <laughs> Will you beat up Courtney's baby daddy? If you saw me doing lines of cocaine and buying a prostitute, would you stop me? Uh, if Kim wanted you to be the father of her child, would you do it? <laughs> Are you single? Separated. Great. That's the only thing he said. <laughs> yeah, he has almost no no responses. He's just a stoic, quiet. We do learn he's separated. Um, and then Kim is very embarrassed after Shango leaves the room. Just did, so angry. Did Shango look like anyone to you? Kind of looked like a lot of men. But Shango, to me looks so much like young caitlin jenner oh my gosh so wow. much i can you see, see that yes i can see that yes 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 oh that's interesting what an very layer very interesting Makes step sense step daddy issues chris was like him <laughs> um i gotta say very unprofessional <laughs> Yes, this is a, such an unprofessional meeting. Kim's she, upset. She's like, I'm not attracted to Shango and he's my security and that is it. And I don't want him to think that I flew him out here to bone him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. That's a lawsuit. Like, yes. I don't get it. Okay, so they're at the Indy 500. They take a private jet. Kim's doing a test drive. When she saw David Letterman and David Letterman with the wettest lips I've ever seen kisses her hand jessica i didn't notice notice the lips and letterman loves kim he's had her like they have a thing there's like a real kinship between the two of them but i was like oh god those glistening lips i hated he was like let me kiss your hand i was like oh no 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 david no did you see courtney when she got in the car how teeny tiny she was in that I mean, <laughs> swallowed up completely. Just absolutely. I was like, is that Courtney? I could barely see her. So tiny. And basically, like, we see Shango doing his job, which is basically just doing ca- crowd control. Yeah, he just keeps people away from Kim. <clears throat> and he keeps people from touching her. And, like, especially it's- in photos and stuff. And it was really eye-opening because it's the stuff we're met. We're so trained to not see bodyguards in, in we're looking at the star. Uh, especially if you like follow this family or any celebrities, like it, when you actually are watching what they're doing in those crowds, it's fascinating. Oh God. Once Chris Martin's uh, bodyguard was this big giant lady and she could spot me. I was drunk at a VIP suite. This is Coldplay. Coldplay. Yes. Yeah. And she could, I was like, let's see how close we can get. And she was, <laughs> I, she was on me. me. I, I, I knew she saw me early, but I was like, she really was all over me. She could tell like 10 minutes before I made my, she just like blocked, you know, it's like, she nah, posted up, no, posted up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Shut me down hard. <laughs> oh, I love a female bodyguard. Big oh. female bodyguard. <laughs> oh, I love that. She had a different kind of body, adi adi. Uh, <laughs> she's just so tall. Uh, all right, so Kim is alone in her hotel later, and she Im- she wants to invite Shango to dinner, mm. and so she goes down to his room, which is so crazy in the era of cell phones. Oh my god. <laughs> And he answers the door in a towel. And he's this, like, oh, sure, I'll go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this got so funny so fast because 
you know, it seemed like Kim didn't know he was going to answer the door in a towel. And it seemed like genuinely Kim got very horny and very <laughs> flustered. Like she wasn't ready for it. Like she knew what she was doing in the scene. But he answers the door. He has a nice body. He's got tattoos. And she literally like pretty much looks down the camera and is like, after he's like, yeah, give me a second and close the door. And she's like to camera basically like, oh, oh. <laughs> like fully freaking out. And then she calls Courtney. So she's outside his hotel room door. She's like barely stepped away. And she calls Courtney and she's like, oh my God, Courtney, he answered the door in no shirt. He's so hot. He's why did so you, hot. And Courtney does the best. She's like, why did you say? Kim <laughs> has to say it louder. <laughs> I was losing it. Just like Kim being so uncool. Oh, it's such a charming era. Um, but then, yeah, they go down to the restaurant and they just have this really nice meal together he does make a point to tell her that you're my boss yes like, he's being why, why very being, professional i'm being quiet because you're my boss so yes and then she's like australian men are just polite you know it's just like uh just like pulling the chair out and like being a gentleman and all he goes is really <laughs> he doesn't say anything else he is just so trying to uh yeah to just do his job uh yeah and then she tells us this funny thing that courtney was like you know courtney says like how do you know if a man really likes you i was like what a bitch like they probably don't like you for you <laughs> and she's like i just need someone who can like come and hang out i was like yeah we get it like a bodyguard who doesn't do anything who doesn't do anything and that that is uh, not true. No one, everyone who thinks they want someone who doesn't do anything is it's lies because no. that would bother that would bother you. To you have, have Scott that Disick, yeah. If Scott Disick were her boyfriend, it would. There's no way it would work. And then he has a great slip of the tongue where he yes. says that he got into being a bodyguard on the set on the sex of a matrix. <laughs> sex uh, set set. Uh, uh, but I will say, um, there they have chemistry. Yeah, I think it's I think it's palpable. Like it, she, I mean, it just feels you feel it. Uh, it definitely feels like uh, there's actually something there. So then we get back from Indianapolis. <laughs> We're back at, at Kim's house, and Kim and Courtney are, are getting ready. Kim is very dressed up. I and mean, she's fully just like decided he's now her paid boyfriend, right? <laughs> yes. And this is like how Corey Gamble <laughs> got. <laughs> in the scene as well <laughs> yes from security this is the family way from security uh to on the arm um so kim is like very dressed up and courtney's kind of like why are you so dressed up um because it's supposed to just be dinner they're going out to dinner uh with scott and chris and um it's the first time that scotts will have had dinner with chris since miami which we know was a disaster um but you know then all of a sudden uh shango gets there and he's looking really nice and they're everyone's kind of piecing together that this is like a double date and they're like kim is this a double date and she's like I, mom said he has to go everywhere with me just <laughs> <laughs> not a double date like it's has to um oh gosh <laughs> so then they go to katsuya oh memory i mean i i went once but it's katsuya still, this era is so frozen in time it's still there is it uh, oh. right it's in hollywood i don't know don't do this to me, Jess. <laughs> I believe 
believe you. I believe you. It's near the I.O. West. <laughs> that's gone. We know that's, that's gone. gone. I don't know if it's still there now, pandemic era, but it was back when we had the outside world. Um, I can confirm it exists. I've okay. just checked. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Chris shows up and then she starts being comically mean to Scott. Oh my God. I think she is fucking blitzed. Like, I think she's wasted. In oh, scene. I thought it was just like, so fake but maybe you're right it, it might be both like i couldn't tell because it all felt obviously set up for everybody to get mad and you know but i did think her eyes were just very watery but maybe yeah. it was just her eyeliner because this was the era of too much too under much. waterline makeup so so she's making fun of his tom ford pocket square and then he's like well, what are you wearing and she's like but i'm fabulous and and he's like, you're saying I'm not? She's like, you know, English, right? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, Chris is on one in a way we actually never see her. Yeah. Then she's like, why are you so crabby? Are you pregnant, Courtney? Courtney's like, I don't know, maybe. She's like, you need to stay away from her, Scott. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. Chris is on one, openly hating Scott, openly, openly being like, don't get pregnant. Don't get my daughter pregnant again. Like, just openly hating him. And yes. Scott and the, it, it it's a bad dinner it's a bad time and yeah. scott basically is like fuck off uh he doesn't say that but he says he has to take a call uh and he leaves yeah and then chris says scott forced the drama on them first mm -hmm. i was like that's doesn't i mean uh, yes but also like that's not how grown-ups that's not how we do this right no this is a very chris is very off in this scene and is definitely like also just like who does that don't have dinner with somebody and then like bully them you know like he, obviously he just and that's what basically uh, courtney gets upset yells at chris to decide she's gonna leave also and kind of storms off and then and kim tells chris that she was rude and alienating courtney yep. and then chris storms off and so Kim's like, huh, I guess we should order two tequila shots, right? Yep. And what else do you do? But it's just you and your bodyguard in a private room at Katsuya. You gotta get and, some tequila shots. And he's like, I'm on the clock. She's like, okay, you're off the clock. He's like, not until you get home. She's like, okay, I'll take two tequila shots. And it's fine. <laughs> no, to her credit, she does look a little drunk when. Yeah. Well, we know Kim doesn't drink. I mean, so if she did have two shots of tequila or anything, I mean, I would imagine she's a lightweight, you yeah. know, he like follows her a little bit around the house. She's like teeters around her kitchen and back to the front door. And then this un totally unnatural hug that turns into a kiss. I was like, this has to be set up. This is not like, yes, that's not how that goes. The whole thing, I will say this though, it still caught me by surprise. They kiss, even though it's been teased the whole time, even though she's been like just stare giving him the most like steamy looks and they have all this chemistry. I guess that I thought that he had done a good enough job of being like a bit, he hadn't really flirted back. So I was like truly floored by the uh, kissing. Uh, oh. I. I was like, I shot up right. I was like, oh, they did kiss. Ooh. That's why I was like, this is fake. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, it has to be because, because he would be, that's like, that's against his job. Like he had to have known in advance because yes. he would never work again. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, so the next day she goes to Shango's hotel to make sure that they're okay. 
And she tells him that she feels like she crossed a professional boundary. He should have been like, absolutely, absolutely did. <laughs> absolutely, it's your fault. I did nothing at all in response. Then she says the thing that's like really shitty. And you could see it on his face that it was shitty, which is, she said, I don't know what happened last night. I think everyone had one too many drinks. Like, like, to pretend that like you don't know is, I think that's very insulting to someone, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you can't have it both ways and say, I feel like I crossed a professional boundary and I came to talk to you about it. And then also be like, what happened? Do you, you I don't know. And it's his, like his face looked legitimately like that might be a reason why maybe it's not fake. But because he looked actually like like hurt by that. It's shitty. It's a shitty it's a shitty scene because it's yeah. like it kind of feels like it's going to be like, oh, we wish we could. But it's not a good idea. We obviously have, you know, there's something here, but you know, the job isn't, but it is sort of her being like a bit detached and not really owning it. When she, as we know, it doesn't gender does not make define it. This is about positions of power, you know, and she is his boss and he is dependent on her for his paycheck. And it is her responsibility to be more thoughtful and she should keep it professional and then he's like that's okay it happened with elton john too and she's like oh my god really and he's like no it's <laughs> a joke you're you're so stupid <laughs> it's so funny she's so excited we all wanted it to be true she's like and we got it on camera oh my god really <laughs> <laughs> oh that is very funny also everyone knows that when you make out with a coworker, you don't have to have a talk about it until you actively hate each other <laughs> that's the adult way to handle it you oh, say nothing until you feel like they've been avoiding you and then yes. you unfriend them on facebook and when they ask you about it in the hallway you'll tell them you must have done it accidentally (laughs) classic everyone knows it is just that simple guys that is how it goes (laughs) (laughs) and then you realize he was weird anyway because he said he owned a parrot (laughs) (laughs) oh no sorry Got to snort out. Um, And then we have the secondary storyline, which is really just a bare, a little whimper of a thing. There really is almost nothing to say. We have Chloe and Lamar are still in wedded bliss. They're living in their silly mansion. And uh, they're all out at the pool one day. Chloe at Chloe and Lamar's house. Courtney's there with Mason. And we learn. Mason's so drunky and cute. Baby Mason. Baby Mason. Um, Yes. We learn that Lamar actually doesn't know how to swim. And Um, Chloe's sad for his kids because he doesn't swim with them. And her best memories are swimming with her dad. Yeah. I was like, that's strange. It's strange. I thought that too. I was like, for all your memories to center around swimming with your dad. But SoCal kids, maybe it's different. Yeah, I guess. So it's, I was just like, I, I know I swam with my dad, but I would never say like my memory centered. Around. I guess she was younger when they got divorced too. Yeah. So I mean, they definitely in there's zillions. If I do think about all the footage, cause Robert filmed so much, uh, like an inordinate amount is around the pool. It makes sense. They're not filming after school. They're filming, when it's like birthdays, and holidays, and vacations. So it makes sense. Pool family. Um, so I have a big question. Why does he need to swim? He's seven feet tall. Can't he just stand up and all the deep? 
<laughs> I mean, unless he's like in the middle of the ocean, I'm pretty sure he's fine. <laughs> Just I think it's his absolutely, <laughs> absolutely fine. I think this was a true bottom of the barrel uh, <laughs> scrape of a storyline that they were like, well, I mean, they said they'd shoot this episode. I guess we should. They all promised to give him mouth to mouth if anything happens. He's like, all right, that's weird, guys. It's very weird. And But Chloe does mention that she is a, like a very good swimmer and she's very confident. And so, you know, obviously she's going to want to teach him to swim. Yeah. Um, so and then the, in our, yeah, go ahead. The next scene is a Lamar and Chloe swimming lesson. And Rob is there filming and making fun of Lamar. And Lamar is really uncomfortable. He's just too big for his boogie board. Every, <laughs> nothing is working. He is not doing well. And he leaves because he's sad. <laughs> it's sad. And Rob is being like, cartoonishly mean well uh, it does seem like that kind of thing like like maybe they pick on each other it's a brotherly vibe i think that i don't get where it's like don't call him stupid but it's like <laughs> you know it seems it's, like like and they kind of hit the nail on the head in the next scene and chloe says like you know lamar's like i'm not gonna swim anymore he's making himself a sandwich and he's like yeah i've never been frustrated like this and chloe tells in her confessional Lamar is used to being the best at everything he does, and he's not used to some loser like Rob making fun of him. That's the line. <laughs> this storyline is like not much, but that line, I Worth lost it. it. It's because it's, guys, it's deadpan. It's not trying to needle Rob either. It's just like, he's just not used to some loser like Rob. Like it is said like it is the most clear, which we, you know, I get it's a fact of the matter. And it is like, yeah, Lamar is, at this time is a star on the Lakers. Yes. He's like as famous as he will ever be. And then this like Kardashian run is like, you suck. Also <laughs> like to go back to Rob, like, yes, he's not just being mean. He's never, ever been better at, anything than lamar anything. i anything. bet he's not even better at video games than lamar no he so this it, is like he's so excited that he's like i don't want to swim you know <laughs> oh my god i can't stop starting but lamar says okay he'll give it another chance because he promised his grandmother he would learn to swim <laughs> i feel like they thought of this later they're like uh throw in something <laughs> uh, and then the next scene is just like them swimming and Lamar's clearly better and Chloe says the funniest thing she's like you're doing it push sore <laughs> I can't even say it. push sore and come and That's he's the, like, like instruction to him push sore and come okay <laughs> push that's her swim instruction across the pool push soar and come <laughs> it's like you cannot blame him for being like what <laughs> why is that not a gift guys push soar and come oh <laughs> uh, and that's it that's it that's guys. it lamar swims and he's better at it and he conquered his fears and robs a loser <laughs> <That's it. laughs> so funny so funny uh, so we will continue uh covering episode five of keeping up with the kardashians uh we'll probably think of some fun stuff we'll probably do a mailbag um if there are specific things that you would love us to cover in these coming weeks uh who knows maybe we'll do it email us or message us um and let us know because yeah we'll definitely have some time until we get to season 20 um which i think is early spring in Oof. the meantime 
I know, right? Um, but then it's the big last season. So uh, let's make this fun. Um, and we release our episodes every Monday. Uh, check out our website, Kardashianit.com. That's where you can find that merch that is on sale till December 1st for holiday uh, gift giving. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. Check out our Twitter and our Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye.